Hey, everybody. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> the Castle Girls are back. We're back. With another podcast for y'all. <laughs> this is Carcia. And this is Telly. And we're the Her Castle Girls. Sup. Welcome to the Her Castle's Roundtable. It's really round. <laughs> So, um, the one thing I want to talk about, Mm -hmm. and it's so annoying, but it's just like, you know, now we have this platform where I can just talk about all the things that annoy me (laughs) and feel okay about it. Okay. Okay. So this problem doesn't exist right now. Um, but you know, I used to work in an office where Mm -hmm. I had to sit beside a person that I would consider a noisemaker. Um, this is what I consider a noisemaker. Okay. A noisemaker is someone who basically, let's say you're working or you're doing something, and then all of a sudden you hear someone stretching beside you, and they're making the most exaggerated sound of stretching that you've ever heard. So they're like, why are you doing this? Is this not a place of business? Maybe they're looking for attention. <laughs> That's the only conclusion that I could have come to. You know, and when they yawn, it's not a yawn with covering your mouth, you know, like a lot. normal person. Right. It's literally a yawn like... <laughs> okay. And it's like, yeah. you know what? I don't know what's going on in your life, and I don't know why you feel you need to do this, but right. it's hella annoying, and... You just need to stop. So my question is, did his parents not grow, you know, did, right. did his parents do a bad job with how he was raised? You know, am I a snob? What is going on here? I wouldn't say you're a snob. Actually, it's funny. I think you were with me when even Dr. Phil did a, a story or a segment on his show about people who get really annoyed with other people that make a big deal over noises. You know, even someone, it could be as big as that. Or even it's something as small as hearing someone giggle. And it just sets them off to be like, can you shut up? And stuff like that. As for this guy, I, I, mean, I kind of want to almost wonder what his parents look like. Like, did they raise him to be, well, you know, not really care about other people and the space that you're in? For example, if I have to yawn, I don't know, I was brought up to use manners. And if I have to yawn, you know, I discreetly just cover my mouth. I'm not right. going to make a loud noise or, or if you like yawn that. loudly, what's the word that comes out of your mouth after? Excuse, excuse me. me. Sorry. Exactly. Pardon me. Exactly. You know, words that excuse you from what the action you've just done. Exactly. And that's the thing. Huh. That never happened. And I almost wonder if it's just because someone is so, like, you know, feeling so, like, look at me or, you Could know, that too. you know, my privilege, you know, to be yawning this loud and, and being okay and everyone being okay with it. Like, I know I'm getting a bit deep here with, you know, bringing that up, but yeah. it's one of those things where this was the only person that did it. Well, see, that's why I was like, mm, maybe he's also looking for attention because it's, you worked in a big office. Yeah. You know, there's a good amount of people there. Yeah. And you know, when everyone is zoned in, all you hear is just... You know, yeah. computers clicking, laptops 
cooking and stuff like that. So maybe he was just like, hey, how come no one is looking at me? How come no one is noticing my, my you know, my flow right now? And it's gonna interrupt this, you know, this beautiful silence with my big ass yawn that <laughs> no one asked to hear in the first place. You know, unfortunately, this world is full of people that don't have something called manners. Well, you know, I'm a full believer in people taking up space. Well, especially as women, especially right. women as color, we need to take up space yeah, because but yo. we've been, <laughs> you know, we've been pushed in a corner for so long. But taking up space can be a good thing. Like rather than yawning really loudly or stretching yeah. really loudly, why don't you just turn around and say, "Hey, how are you today? I like your shirt." Start or, conversation. Did you read the news today about whatever? Like, start a conversation. There's so many other ways. There are. There are a lot of other avenues for someone Rather annoying the hell out of me. That's all Uh, I'm saying. So... You're such a snob, Carcia. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That's it. That's basically... You are a snob. That's what this segment is basically about. It's about... Snobby. Yeah, me being a snob. (laughs) The Dalai Lama says, when you speak, you only repeat the things you already know. When you listen, you are open and ready to learn something new. In a world of technology, developers uh, problem solve by talking, Um, but it's more fun, of course, when you're talking, that you're talking to someone, that someone is listening to you. So rather than finding someone to listen to, you place a rubber duck on your desk and you talk to it. Uh, the theory here is, is that when solving a problem, you don't really need someone to talk back to you. You just need someone to listen. And the majority of the time, you talk until you solve the problem yourself. While you talk to the duck, who happens to be the perfect listener, you come up with a solution. And it just kind of goes back to that mantra um, that you mentioned earlier, Telly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you listen, you're open and you're ready to learn something new. Mm-hmm. So obviously, we can't all be ducks at the same time. Right. Um, that would, would would be ridiculous. But we can take turns. So I challenge our listeners to do this. You know, when the opportunity comes up, shut up. <laughs> you know, just sit yeah. there and nod. And be a a supportive person to the person that is talking. Um, We live in a world right now where there's a lot of noise. Too much noise. You know what I mean? A lot of people are talking and a lot of people are saying stuff. And it looks like no one's actually trying to be the duck right now. Exactly. Everyone, you know, because someone will start talking and then someone else wants to come in and be a little bit louder than that person. And it's just, before you know it, it's like a ladder. Where everyone's yeah. trying to be louder than everybody else. Yeah. It's it is it's so much noise and it's almost deafening. No one's no one's a listener. Uh, no, right now. and I think it, the ego also has a lot to do oh, with hell that too. Yeah. yeah, you know we're all being taught that you got to speak up. If you don't speak up, nothing then, gets done. Exactly. Mm. So, I guess the question now is: is how does a listener show power in a world where people are shouting over each other? And that that's that's a good question. And sadly, I can't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel. Know. You know what? Like, I know that when I listen, mm-hmm. 
I listen <clears throat> and I purposely just say nothing yeah. until that person is done talking. And that's good that you do that because most people, like let's say I come to you and I start venting about something. And, you know, so I'm telling you what happened one day. And then some people will just jump in and say, oh my gosh, you know what, that happened to me too. And the next thing you know, they just totally steer the conversation. it's all about them. Yeah, so it's some kind of like narcissistic move. And it's like, wait a minute, I came to you to talk about my problem. Now I'm hearing you talk about your problem. Like, it's like no one wants to let go of, the ste- of that steering wheel. But I agree with you. I mean, and you know what? It, sometimes it's hard for people to just shut up and listen. Because, you know, in truth, you should let people talk, the one person that is talk, say whatever is on their chest, so that when they're done talking, the other person can finally chime in and say, well, this is what blah, 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 blah. But like you were saying earlier, because we live in a world where the whole thing speak up or or you're never going to be heard, no one wants to listen. They're just like, well, if I just keep on talking, maybe someone will hear what I have to say. Yeah. I don't know. It's, It's such a weird... I do wonder how does a listener show power by not saying anything at all? Well, just being still. You know what? It's like a lot of people will talk and they'll talk and they'll talk and they talk without all the information because they Mm. never listened. Exactly. They never investigated and fully got all the, the things, got all the elements that's needed to answer a question Mm -hmm. or to help someone. Um, But I feel that there's so much power when a person is quiet and then when they do speak it's the most right you know, smartest <laughs> so coolest true. solution it's ever like monumental and it's literally a sentence it's and like they two words. you know it's kind of like <laughs> drop the mic it's like yeah. do this drop Boom. the mic and then it's like wow i was here talking for two hours and that person yeah. was sitting there just nodding and then after it all they're the one that has the solution you know, it's, you know it's like yeah. Barack Obama, who I've always seen as a person who listens. Mm-hmm. You know, he never answered a question from a journalist in a way which seemed rushed. Or he arrogant always, or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, he took he always took his time mm-hmm. before answering a question. And I really um I really took that in and took that as an inspiration. And you know, it's funny because you know when you go to a movie theater and they always show like silence is golden and the, we always say, you know, silence is bliss meditation you know it's silent people need to consider that more often yeah because you're right i mean you know talking to an actual object you know the object isn't going to talk back to you unless it's haunted but for the most part after you finish talking to basically to yourself for a number number you know period of time you finally say wait a minute that's it i know the answer yeah you know if, if people could just stop rushing and, and trying so hard to be heard all the time yeah and just shut up and just listen you know what yeah i think it's a matter of people need to sort of get back to to i don't know just being true to themselves hmm. and being sure of the process right now people aren't trusting the process they're right. trying to force themselves through something because they need to get to something quickly mm-hmm. and they're too trying to beat a clock. frustrated yeah to figure it out yeah so you know i don't know what this all means to be honest <laughs> i don't know like how one becomes a better listener but i almost say force yourself to say nothing and you know what too because um you know, when, when a couple or, you know, it could be a husband and wife, it could be you and your partner, yeah. or brother, sister, whatever it may be. If there's an argument, for example, 
you know, you've always noticed that the person that's yelling, both of you are yelling, but at least one of the two will be like, you know what? I'm going to stop talking. That's it. And just either stop and listen or just walk away. Yeah. Because there's power in that. Exactly. You know, you can't be there two people talking over each other for the entire solid hour. Nothing's going to come out of that. Exactly. You know? So there's this report that I found really disturbing. Uh And so there's a report that came out that since the debut of Netflix's series, 13 Reasons Why, teen suicide occurrences have increased. Now, there are a few things here. Really? (laughs) There there are a few things here. This is very, you know, this is a complicated (laughs) thing to me that we are taking... A subject that is so serious and so real and so sad. Yeah. And we are now tying it to a TV show saying that because of this TV show, more teenagers are killing themselves. Yeah, no. Doesn't that sound a bit irresponsible? And you know what? It's it's kind of funny because uh, with you saying that, that reminds me clearly we neither you nor I were born when this movie came out. But remember, um, Rebel Without a Cause, right? And the same thing happened when you know the the, the famous drag car racing scene. Yes. When James Dean and the bully of the school they tear up the road. Yeah. And um, you know when pe- apparently when people saw that film, they were inspired to just go and do the same thing, and then it happened. You know. It's funny how art, well, life always imitates art, I guess in this case, Mm -hmm. Um, when something comes out or the media wants to automatically say, even Fast and the Furious, the movie, well, people are driving faster because of Fast and the Furious. And it's like, actually, maybe so, fine, but I kind of doubt it at the same time. And the thing is, is, I mean, we are not... I mean, we're not talking about even speeding cars here. We're yeah, talking about, like, about a human life. humans that are taking their lives. And I'm pretty sure it goes a lot deeper than a TV show. I, I think so. I mean, you know, kids today, like, I thank God for the time we went to school. Like, kids are going to school now. Like, oh my god. Yeah, gosh. social media has made it very difficult it's a to monster. enjoy school. Like, you know, I feel horrible. Like, I know if I were to ever have children, I want my kids homeschooled. Because, my God, as soon as the kid goes, leaves your premises, leaves their house, I should say, they're just like, they're like a walking target. They get so much pressure from other kids and, you know, they're online, they see kids their own age, they're like billionaires and all this stuff. And, you know, it, it's a There's lot. a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. And who, who can help and handle that? Not every kid is built to be like a, you know, a bulletproof vest or anything. And exactly. They feel so much pressure. They think the only way out is to commit suicide, which is sad as hell. And yeah, yeah I agree to, to, to say that it's a movie or in this case, the, you know, the Netflix series as to why kids are committing suicide. You know, look, there's way deeper than that. It's got to go deeper. Way than deeper. That. Like, come on, you know, you know, speaking as someone who, you know, has dealt with, you know, mental illness issues, mm-hmm. um, nothing that's ever been thought or done has ever been because of a TV show. Can it trigger certain thoughts in someone that has a mental illness? Sure. Of course it can. But the thing is, instead of making these silly, stupid reports about what TV shows are inspiring people to do, why don't we take those same resources and put it towards what we can do to to help help these these kids, you know, cope 
with the ups and downs of life. That's it. You know, being a teenager, you're not an adult, but you're not a kid either. Exactly. So it's a very strange, like, area of your life where you're, you are, you really are lost. And, you know, you don't know what to do. Everyone's telling you, well, what do you want to do when you get older? What yeah. university do you want to attend? Stress. You know, what's your first job going to be? There's so much stress. And I agree, like, instead of wasting our time and energy on blaming, uh, you know, 13 reasons why, I mean, fine, if people want to do that, go ahead. But we should, I agree, we should be finding ways to help these kids. To say, hey, you know what? Yes, you're feeling pressure, but guess what? We're a listening ear. Talk to us. Let's talk it out. Let's get through your emotions and see if we can get you balanced so that you're not in this this really crazy and dangerous bubble. Because it's a scary place to be, man. They, I mean, thinking about these kids and, you know, them even contemplating taking their own life and the audacity that the, you know, that media wants to blame a TV show. Give me a break. Yeah. Ridiculous. Totally. So more than ever, um, especially when it comes to music industry stuff, Mm -hmm. I find that there are more collaborations in music Mm -hmm. now than there ever was in the 90s and in the 80s. I agree with that. um, Due to, you know, rappers, pop singers, everyone's doing the collaborative thing. Right. So because of this, right, we all know that all these artists now have these songs yeah that are super popular yeah featuring 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 so and so some of these features are like literally like five different five to ten people right so what's happened now is there's this sort of like i don't know i guess a discussion Mm -hmm. about well should artists be allowed to include their collaborative work in their top five list on Spotify? No. <laughs> Straight up no. And I don't care who comes up to me and says, Chantel or Telly, you're wrong. I'm gonna still say no. Okay, explain. Well, for me personally, you know, I, okay, I'll even use um, Travis Scott and the whole sicko mode and all this stuff. Yeah. That was a big track. Cause you know, it had totally. his featuring him and Drake. Yes, the two of them made a massive hit, and that's awesome. But at the same time, when I want to look at a body of work of just Drake or just Travis Scott, I mean, yeah, that hit was a good hit, but I want to see just your work. Because let's remember now, this song was a big hit because of the person you had featured on it. But what about your, your own, you know, your own lane, your own work? Right. That's what I want to know about. That's what I want to see in my top five. I don't want to know about, I mean, that's great that you did a, a collaborative, amazing collaborative thing with Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. or with Celine Dion or whomever. Yeah. That's awesome. But I feel that the top five for that artist should just be that artist. Okay. So like, let's say someone like, the first person that comes to my mind mm-hmm. is someone like g or something. Okay. Where... You know, he gets featured on a lot of other people's songs. He does. So let's say someone had a song and he came in and did a verse. Right. Let's say that song is super popular. It becomes right. a hit. It's a number one hit, not only streaming, but, you know, people are actually buying it on iTunes and all this. Right. g Easy should not be allowed to, say, take that song and put it on his top five 
on his on his personal thing Spotify it, list. I don't know because it's not like it's his alone. It was a collaborative thing. Why don't they make a list for collaborative works? Maybe that should be it. Make Maybe a list that's for collaborative the work. I mean, for, okay, with G-Eazy, even with the, you know, um, No Limit song, you know, it had, like, everybody on it. Yeah. So, I was like, okay, yes. You know, he had ASAP, um, oh, God, he had uh, Cardi B and mm-hmm. ASAP, or ASAP, mm-hmm. I can never say this kid's name right, but anyway, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And it was a huge hit, mm-hmm. granted. But to say, and you know, yes, it's his song, and I get it. And, it's, and even if you go on his um, Spotify okay, page right now, yes, people in the would, top five. Right. But a part of me is like, yeah, it's massive. But he had help to create this right amazing. But track. it is his song. It is right? his song. But can Cardi B take that song and put it on her top five? I would say no. Okay. Because although she did an amazing, you know, she brought that song to a whole new life. It was, but it her wasn't her song. song. That's, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. um... I mean, that's fair. You know, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. It is interesting. I don't for, know. I mean, part people. of me is like, yeah, okay, whatever. Because, you know, whatever. The music business is going to do whatever it wants to do. So part of me is like, yeah, okay, sure, why not? Put all, you know, put every put top collaborative work in the thing. And then another part of me is like, no. Like, no. <laughs> well, you know... I'd love to hear what you guys think. Yeah, what do you guys think? Um, do you think a feature should, if you did a feature, would you like that feature on your top five on your Spotify account? Who knows? Um, I don't know. But, you no, know. No, I still say no. <laughs> I, I I'm back no. and forth. I'm back and forth on it. It's, it's weird when you are a singer-songwriter yourself and you're like, well, if I go in and let's say I sing a, tr- uh, you know, like, a bridge on yeah. Bruno Mars's album, you know and that okay. song becomes a hit. It's like, oh, Garcia, you can't take that song now and say, hey, this is top five, top five, and it's like, well, no, no, because, because it's well, not my song. It, well, and yeah, I agree with that. If the artist, if the song is like, let's say Bruno Mars, and it's like featuring us, Bruno Mars has the right, yes, to take that collaborative song. Oh yeah, it's his it song. It's his song. Yeah, but, but it's like, not our song. It's not though. our song. So yeah, like you were saying, like if Cardi B wanted to come now and take No Limit and put it in her top five. I'm like, well, no. Because although she killed it, but it's not her song. Fair. (laughs) Fair. So what about those raptors? (laughs) Girl! Man, what a time. What a time. What a time that what, was. What a time to be a Torontonian. Really? Like, I've never seen so much people. Yeah, that oh rally, parade, party, whatever that Whatever was. the hell that was, it was lit. Yo, let me tell you. It was pretty awesome. Like, just being in it. Yeah, regardless of all that happened, it was still a it's piece still of history. Amazing. Yeah. That we'll always it, it remember. Definitely. It was something. And, and tell the grandkids. Yeah. And, you know, just to see, like, also how social media was there to you know people had their phones out taping this showing that so the whole world could li- like you know literally see toronto yeah. on a pedestal it was it's incredible yeah we're we're a proud city and a proud yeah. country now just because of this event yeah and it goes a lot deeper than just a sports team winning a game oh, definitely. you know it's truly about 
the greatness I think that we always knew that this city had and now finally Finally. it's getting the attention it deserves so attention detention yeah (laughs) detention go raps go go raps go guys thank you so much for listening it's been real we uh promise not to take such a long hiatus as we did this time <laughs> yeah well, you know what we went through so much guys both of us <laughs> had the flu and then i had dental surgery yeah it, it was rough. so really everything has been put on hold but we're back at it we're back at it we're back and we're better than ever we are feeling better we're coming up with amazing more you know new, new stories and stuff to come up with and more things to share of our messed up combos and we're killing it right now. That's <laughs> so, why I said it. We're so, killing it. Uh, so guys, thanks for listening again. Thanks, Check guys. us out on Instagram at hercastlegirls, um, at Telly Hercastle, at Carcia Hercastle, and check us out online at hercastlegirls.com. That's it for this podcast episode. Yeah. It was good. It was all I right. The convo. If you guys have any ideas or if you guys want to chat and record it and put it on our podcast, <laughs> feel free. You know, <laughs> look us up. Yeah, you know. <laughs> We're here. All right, guys. Have a lovely evening or morning, whatever time it is. Wherever, wherever you, you are, are, have a good time. Enjoy the day or enjoy the night. Not too much, though. Enjoy it. Safely. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Peace out. Ciao. Bye. Bye.